Yes, yes, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. The only place in the world where we love everybody. We make fun of everything. I am your host. My name is Rodney. My name isn't actually Lord Petty, even though it turned into that through this podcast, and then that somehow became my bond. Uh, But welcome. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to leave a rating, post it somewhere, tell somebody, market it, do something that you can. Uh, And I appreciate that so I can sell dildo ads or something. But I don't know. I don't need your fucking money. You see me? God damn, I've been twisting wrenches down at the fucking factory all day. Getting the airplanes up in the air. Dude, being in Texas, so, well, San Antonio specifically, because I spent ample time in Austin trying to be a stand-up comedian, and I just realized that I don't have that thing to me where I'm fine with being out till three in the morning every night and bombing in a shithole like every every night and just eating my balls. There's just not enough... Um, Especially in Austin, when like everybody's trying to be comedian, it just it didn't it didn't get my it didn't get me riled up. You know what I mean? It was a good experience, good experience. I definitely uh, do some more in the future. I've got some some joke premises and stuff that I've been keeping in the vault. But um, the thing about it too, like being around a bunch of comedians, because it's kind of like everybody's competing to be the funniest person, obviously. But then after a while, people that are trying to be funny aren't funny to you at a certain point. You know what I mean? Unless somebody's just a really good comedian. Somebody can be really funny on stage and just be a real drag in real life because they're so sad and miserable and depressed and broken, yada. And they're putting so much effort into this onstage act to where their personality in real life is really lacking because it's so uh, consuming and soul-absorbing as it should be, you know, when you're passionate about something. But then you get the opposite as well, where you meet people that don't even know they're funny and they are just the fucking characters that make me get out of bed. And so going from being around a bunch of people trying to be funny and me respecting that, because I love being around creative people. Don't get me wrong. I love being around creative people. That's why I love LA so much. I love being around creative people, motivated people, people with a dream, people, 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 um, but coming to San Antonio and just working at like a, a, a fucking a blue collar place again and just being around these fucking characters, dude, is so much funnier. Like if, if your brain is rooted in the comedy world and, you know, making content, just if you're just kind of a funny person, like if you're able to pick up on the nuances of life and you get thrown into an environment like a fucking blue collar environment and have and be around these guys. Uh, dude, it, it is astounding. The hilarity, like today I was sitting by my buddy's desk in his office and I, I, I out of the corner, <laughs> out of the corner of my eye. So when, when you get on the airplane, you have to wear a bump cap or a hard hat, steel toe shoes and safety glasses, right? That's just, uh, it's the law. And so <laughs> I'm still wearing my hat right now. So I, I just got off work, even though I haven't been on the airplane in like three weeks. But 
Um, I always wear my bump cap. Some people don't like wearing them. I don't mind wearing it. You don't got to swap shit out. Just is what it is. If I knock my big old fucking noggin on something, it won't hurt. Um, and I can just headbutt people I don't like. Um, but so I'm sitting at my buddy's desk and I see a, <laughs> I see a, a, out of the corner of my eye, I just see this like big ass guy and I see a cowboy hat going, you know? And then I look and then I notice it's a hard hat though. And the guy, <laughs> the guy has a, a, a cowboy hat, hard hat. And I do a double take, right? <laughs> and then I ask the guys who usually sit there, because I sit somewhere else. I'm like, did you guys see that? Was he actually wearing a cowboy hard hat? And they're like, yeah, yeah, his, his name is Tex. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. And uh, those are the things that get me out of bed. And then I just start dying laughing. You know, I just start looking up. Look, I mean, you can go on Google right now. And as you know, as you know, hey, guess what? You can Google things and hit images. And so I go on there and I hit uh, cowboy hat images and I'm just fucking rolling. And they, I don't think they realize how funny it is because they just don't, you know, like normalcy. But, but that's that's the comic brain versus the non. You look at things that are just slightly out of the norm or just ridiculous. Um, and yeah, dude, I just, I really enjoy characters. There's, there's another guy at my work. His name is Jeremy and him and I've, you know, really bonded. We actually, we're from the same, he's like five years younger than I am, but we're from the same small town in Washington. And, uh, we know some of the same people, but not really. Um, and he grew up, like he was a professional dirt bike rider, so he had a really different crowd where I was kind of just uh, like hanging out with stoners and, you know, the f- whatever growing up. But hey, we were so far apart, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But um, the guy, he just talks really monotone, right? He talks really monotone and he doesn't realize how fucked up his life, his life has been. And uh, it's funny because I'll talk about stuff and I'll know where he's talking about. Like today he was telling me about uh, like every every story, as soon as this guy walks up, you, you can be talking about cars, right? This guy will walk up within two minutes. He'll be talking about somebody getting fisted. And he'll just start telling some story. He'll start talking really slow and monotone about, oh, yeah, well, I knew this girl. She would come to the racetrack, and she was a moto ho. She just kind of slept with everybody. And my buddy was in love with her, and nobody had any idea or he had no idea that everybody slept with her and he saw her go off and fuck a guy in, a, in his van and he was all heartbroken. And then he said, what, you didn't know she was a moto ho? And then her dad was there and then he's like, hey guys, if you've slept with bleep, raise your hand. Then like 10 guys raised their hand in front of, <laughs> in front of the dad and the guy that was just heads over heels in love with her. But uh, today he told me a story he asked me if I knew what a bull stud is, which I've never heard of the term bull stud, but I guess it's just the cow that goes around and inseminates the other cows, you know, like where his whole purpose is just this big jacked bull with good genes that goes around and, and, uh, fucks the female cows, right? So somebody's gotta, somebody's gotta reproduce, right? So you want to have the good genetics. And he was telling me that uh, he was like nine and he was at his grandpa's farm. And, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I told him 
if there's reincarnation, I want to come back as a bull stud. So my whole purpose is just going around. He's like, yeah, until you break your fucking dick and they got no use for you. That's what happened to my uncle's bull stud. He like, he, he came and then he seized up and then he just fell down on his big old four foot cock and broke it in half. So then my grandpa had to go and grab the shotgun and shoot him. And he said this so non like just so casually, so nonchalant. <laughs> I was like, hold on, bro, back up. So you're nine, you're nine years old and your grandfather's bull stud had a seizure while inseminating one of the cows. And so he fell out and he fell on his giant cock <laughs> and he broke his cock. So then your grandfather went inside <laughs> and grabbed his gun and came back outside and he shot the bullstead right in the forehead. So he would, because he had no use for him once his giant cock was broken. He's like, yeah, dude. And I was like, he did this in front of you? He said, yeah, you should have seen how many chickens I've seen die. <laughs> And that is funnier to me than any comic routine. When you hear it from the actual guy, it's not going to be as funny coming from me, but imagine just the actual guy, you know? The actual dude telling the story, and he's just dead serious. There's no, he's not joking. He's just saying it with a straight voice about his grandfather uh, murdering the bull stud because he couldn't inseminate anymore. And then he, then he said they, they ate the cow. He said he ate the cow, and then... Uh, I said, well, that makes sense, but like what you do with the giant ass dick and did the, did the, did the bull, did the bull stud die with a heart on? And he's like, oh yeah. So it happened so quick where the grandfather went in. Like as soon as he saw the broken ass dick, he went in there and grabbed the 12 gauge and then put one right in between the bull's eyes. Bull's eye, I guess. Is that where that comes from? Shooting a bull right in the middle of the fucking forehead after he breaks his big old dick. I don't know, dude. I don't know these things. Who knows these things? Who wants to know these things? Is that why you're here? You're here for something educational? Go listen to NPR. Go listen to commie radio, I guess. That ain't what we're here for. We ain't here to push all that propaganda. <laughs> uh, I got I to gotta really... Dude, I deleted my social media. I deleted my social media, so I am complete fresh brain right now about the happenings in the world. I'm clueless. This might be the best news. I mean, I could start talking about world events right now and it would be just as credible as CNN or Fox News or any shit like that because uh, they're just trying to make a story. I'm just trying to make a story. Everybody's just trying to make a story because we're living in the creator economy. Everybody needs to be entertained. Everybody needs some sort of value, information, news, blah, 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 blah. But I finally just had that moment where, and ironically, it was because I just saw... Um, I was on Instagram and I saw a hot girl or something. It's been a buildup. It's been a buildup where I can only fathom so much stupid because I see it online constantly. And I made a MySpace when I was like 14 years old and I had a big old afro, some buck teeth with my pasty white skin. And I was as skinny as a flagpole. And I was probably like the size of my whole body. It was probably the size of Jeremy's uncle or grandpa's bull studs cock it was probably the size of my chest. You know what I mean? I was just a very skinny, nerdy kid. And 
I made a MySpace when I was like 14 and instantly addicted. I was like, oh, I got to check my comments. I got to check my messages. I got to check my photo comments. You know, you'd post your, your blurry ass picture and somebody would comment, cool. And so I got addicted to social media sites at a very young age, right? So I'm 33 now, so I think about it. So it's like, okay, I've devoted more than half my life to looking at shit that I don't want to see and don't care about. Like, think about this. Why, why would I ever... Imagine just taking a lawn chair and putting it in front of your house in your free time and then like 50 of the dumbest people that you know just stand in front of you and they all start screaming their opinions and showing you Polaroids of their vacation. That is social media. And so it finally just dawned on me like, and I've kind of been checked out of the social aspect of social media a long time ago. I only really look at, you know, other content and shit like that. But then I've noticed as it's no secret that everybody's just trying to get clicks. Everybody's compete for clicks. Everybody's getting more and more redonk. And now I start feeling like I'm the product. Like, if you're not paying for something, you are the product. So basically, we're all just a bunch of sheep getting kettled around between what they call misinformation and not, but basically anything to get a reaction out of you. Yet these very smart people who design these apps to give you these little dopamine hits in your brain. And uh, I don't know, man, especially all the nudity on there and shit like that. Like I open up my, I'll open up my phone in the morning, I'll get on Instagram and I'll, all of a sudden I'll see just one of the 20 most attractive people in the entire world instantly exposed. Like what's the point of having a girlfriend and asking for hot nudes and shit? Well, I, not having a girlfriend, but what's the point of like asking some girl you're dating for nudes when you just go on Instagram and see fucking supermodels spreading their butt cheeks for nothing? Like... Why, why, why would I, like, I don't want to fry my brain that bad. The same way I, I don't want to see, like, the unrealistic, quote, beauty standards, you know? Just as bad as that shit is for women to destroy their confidence, it also completely derails a man's uh, perspective of reality of what women look like. You know, and then you'll see these just, like, little, little hottie 20-year-olds, like 21-year-olds posting shit, and then you look at the comments and some dude be like, oh, that shit's mid, because she doesn't have fucking every sort of filter on their one because their brains they think that if it's not sports illustrated photoshop that this girl isn't actually as hot i don't know dude it's not good it's basically it's very 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 bad what the shit is doing to our brains i mean it's the same way like pornography just fries dudes dicks like dudes can't get hard on and with normal women they got i never got to that point thank god um honestly porn just kind of makes me laugh um, but I probably have an addiction there too because I do still watch it periodically, but I don't like the new shit where bitches got all the fucked up like lip and ass injections and shit like that. I do not like plastic surgery. If you're already extremely ugly, you might as well just shoot the fucking dice and get some plastic surgery and see what happens. But you see it over and over. You see these very beautiful girls go out and just completely destroy their face for no reason because some stupid fucking magazine has some dumb bitch with like some big blown up lips on it. And you get this beautiful girl that'll go out and just completely ruin herself. Um, but, you know, if that's, oh, I, I do this for myself, bullshit. Like, oh, I do this. Yeah, bullshit. I saw a girl on TikTok. This is one of the, uh, the straws that broke the camel's back too. This, this chick she posted an old picture of herself where she was still like 
attractive. I mean, just like a normal attractive girl. If you saw her at a bar, you'd definitely go talk to her. And then she turned into bleach blonde bimbo with huge tits. And then uh, she's shown how she had a car lit or a, a, an elevator for her Range Rover in her Miami apartment. Cause she went out and found some like rich fucking guy who of course you never see on her TikTok because she's just using him for his money, obviously. And then, so I'm scrolling through her thing. Just, I'm kind of curious. Like, all right, I kind of want to see her lifestyle now. And I scroll down and she's got a video where she's giving like a motivational Ted talk about how to achieve your dreams and showing about how she went and got her tits. (laughs) So in her mind, she accomplished something. You know what I mean? Like that is her scope, like her intelligence scope is that she thinks she accomplished something, which I guess she did because if I could do that, I, I don't know, I'd probably try to do it. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. God, I wish I, wish I was fucking, I wish I was into guys so I could go wrangle just some fucking billionaire gay dude, dude. Some fucking uh, Wall Street Joe Exotic, just be one of his fucking... F- <laughs> for you know can you imagine okay this is a weird thought um but i can't imagine how good it must feel for gay guys to just finally just let the gay rip you know what i mean so like imagine you've been suppressing that your whole life just pretending to be just a, a, a basic bro just having to pretend that you're into the sports and stuff like that and then one day you're just fucking you're just done bottling up all the fabulous within you and you're finally just like ah. you just let it all out you just go fuck a bunch of guys and go do, do whatever the whatever you do you know like, what, what's the difference between a bottom and a power bottom actually I don't want to know don't answer that question it's none of my business <laughs> but that, that just must be like pulling a fucking thorn out of your hand you know just going from like normal guy to just pull pull that thing out say fuck you dad or whoever it is you're scared of and then you just let the fucking just let the fabulous fly dude that must be uh yeah shout out to those guys i um that must just be like being a guy and walking into a like a vietnamese whorehouse like you just fucking let out your dirt bag you know but different um please <laughs> you can go on Amazon and buy some merch, some merch for the low, or go on my website, lordpetty.com. Uh, I would say go follow me on Instagram and shit like that, but it's deleted right now, so we're just shooting this off into the void, so we'll see what happens. Shooting this off into the void with no promotion. You're the only promotion there is. I appreciate you being here. I'm still pretty set on there only ever being 200 episodes, so uh, unless this thing monumentally starts growing. So that is up to y'all. My social media is gone. Depending on how this thing grows, uh, it'll go past 200 episodes or not. If it doesn't go, I will let you know if it's going past 200 or not, but you will know just by the lack of episodes coming out. So go and tell somebody if you want to keep this train rolling. I'm not saying that as like a weird little marketing thread. I'm just kind of serious because got to start seeing a bigger return. Okay. And, um, I think that's that, folks. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, go purchase my book if you haven't yet. You can get that on Amazon, The Petty Principles, Volume 1. And uh, yeah, y'all motherfuckers, take care of yourself. Love y'all. Peace.